0: Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting podcast. Where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. All right, in this video we're going to talk about how many carbs should a diabetic consume on a daily basis. Now, for the answer, it'd make perfect logical sense to go to the experts, right? The people that are certified in this condition, you know, someone who has the mainstream credentials. Let's take a look at what the experts say. They recommend that 45 to 60% of your calories should be from carbohydrates. No, I'm not kidding. So if you're Daily calories are 1,800 divided by two. They're recommending 900 calories be carbohydrates. That comes out to 225 grams of carbohydrates per day. Now, they also say that there's no magical exact number of carbs you should take. Appetite and hunger does play a role in this condition, but I don't know about you, but this is completely and utter insanity. Now, why in the world would you ever want to give someone who has too many carbs in their blood more carbs? I mean, if your house is burned down, are you going to dump more gasoline in the house? It just makes no logical sense. Here's an example of what's being recommended for breakfast. One half cup of oats, one cup of low-fat milk, two-thirds of a banana, not a whole banana, but two-thirds of a banana because these calories do count. One-fourth cup of walnuts. Lunch, two slices of whole wheat bread, four ounces of lean turkey, one slice of low-fat cheese, one half of a tomato, eight baby carrots. Dinner, one skinless chicken breast, one cup of brown rice, two tablespoons of margarine. Don't forget the snack at night with the fruit or nuts and the snack between lunch and dinner. This is a recipe for disaster. If you are a diabetic and you're new to my channel, you need to click down below at the end of this video to get more information on what you should be eating. Because if you follow this recommendation, you're going to have a heck of a time ever coming off your medications. Now, I do want to make a disclaimer Check with your doctor before taking my advice, okay? This is just my opinion. Usually, a diabetic type 2 is not on insulin, but sometimes they are. And so they may use this uh, mealtime insulin formula where you have this carb gram uh, dose formula, which is based on the insulin to carb ratio. So if you're eating more carbs, you'll take so much more insulin. I mean, here's my thought where do you think the carbs are going? when you take the insulin or you take any medication. Are they magically evaporating? No, they're being taken from one place and moved to another place in your body. So you're just basically taking this one problem and giving your body another problem. All right, what can you do? The most scientific thing is to reduce your carbs down to less than 50 grams per day, preferably lower than that, maybe 20 grams per day. That would be a very smart thing to do because now the need for insulin goes way down. And guess what else goes down? Your appetite and your hunger. If you don't reduce your carbs, you're always going to be hungry and you're going to have a large appetite. You're going to be craving carbs, making it really hard to stick to any program to help you lose weight. Number two, very important, stop snacking. We're not stopping snacking to reduce calories. We're stopping snacking to do intermittent fasting because eating triggers insulin. Apply intermittent fasting by arranging your meals so you're only doing two meals a day. Do not worry about calories. Actually add more fat to the meals so you can go longer and fast. And that's going to greatly help you increase more healthy fats to allow you to fast longer. I just mentioned that and uh, stop the so-called healthy carbs. And that would be the fruits and the whole grain bread. And of course the brown rice. Now, one other point that you should know when you go low fat milk or protein or lean turkey or skinless chicken breast, you're increasing the concentration of protein. And based on the insulin index, which is a scale of all the non-carbohydrate foods in relationship to stimulating insulin, you're going to get a much higher spike when you go low-fat protein than if you consume the food in the whole form where it originally came with a certain amount of fat. All right, number six, salt. When you actually start restricting your salt, you increase the risk of insulin resistance. You actually worsen your blood sugar. So don't be afraid to take some sea salt. Himalayan sea salt is the best because Himalayan sea salt doesn't have the microplastics that are in some of the other sea salts. And then your fat. You want to make sure you avoid omega-6 fat, and that would be avoiding the soy oil, the canola, the corn oil, which is highly inflammatory, and that alone can increase the risk of diabetes. Instead, increase your omega-3 fatty acids. Fatty fish, like salmon, is a real good alternative. All right, that was a very long answer to this question, but keep your carbs between 20 and 50 grams and your body will be very, very happy. Before you go, if you have a question about a product or you're new to keto and you want to know how to begin keto or you're on keto And you need a debug because it's not going as smooth. I have a keto consultant standing by to help you. This is just for the people in the US. Hopefully, in the future, we'll be able to answer everyone's call. But I put the number down below so you can call and get some help. Hey guys, I just want to let you know I have my new keto course just came out. It's a mini course, it covers all the basics and how to do it correctly.